Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. This is where we are in yep. 2020. This is the, just so you know, this is the educational portion of the Mark and the Interpol program. You might want to go get the kids and gather them around the radio. This is the point yeah. where we teach you something usable in your life. And coronavirus is serious, whether, yeah. whether it's as much as they say or less than they say. Sure. It's, it's still serious. You don't want to get sick. But but when they're starting to release information on how to wash your hands, then you know it's gotten a little bit silly. And right? I guess that's where we're at. So uh, now as a public service trying to save yeah. lives, it's a public health advisory from Mark and Neanderthal. We're going to tell you, according to the CDC, how you're supposed to wash your hands. Yeah, here we go. All right. You should wet your hands with clean running water. Then turn off the tap and soap up your hands. Really? Yes. You turn off the tap. Yes. That saves water. All right. Thanks. Work the soap into a lather by rubbing your hands together. Oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. I see. I've taken always traditionally taken a bar of soap, thrown it in my food ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no foam setting, so I go with puree and just stop sure. it when I know it's ready. <laughs> that's how I work it into a lather. This is real. What we're telling <laughs> you here. Yes. This is actually these are legitimate yeah. instructions from the CDC on how to properly wash your hands, which is always good advice, by the way, whether there's a coronavirus or not. Very true. Wash your hands. Lather soap onto the backs of your hands. Ooh. In between your fingers. Okay. And don't forget under your nails. Now, what if you don't have one of those handy-dandy scrub brushes that you used to use when you were a kid? Uh, just, you know, I guess with your thumb, you run along the top of your nails there. Okay. Um, then it says, scrub your hands for at least 20 seconds. Sing or hum happy birthday twice to keep time. See, I'm using the wrong music. Yeah, see, what I do... I'm misinforming the public right now. What I do to make sure I'm clean enough is I sing or hum the guitar solo from Freebird. Oh, okay. All the way through. All right, the live version? Yes. Okay, well, then you are thorough, sir. Two times. Now, oh. I use a lot of water and I take a lot of time, but I am healthy as an ox. You missed the first six innings of every baseball game, but that happens. That's what you should do. And then the final step is to rinse your hands well under clean running water. Now, define well and clean running water because you and I both know any water that comes out of the tap here in Phoenix is neither clean well, and barely running. You know who's really screwed is people who live in Flint. Right, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. are in big trouble. Too soon? Uh, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and in fact, the CDC uh, has actually released a jingle to remind you to wash your hands, oh, how important no, it is. Right. Yeah, they, they have. Yeah. To stop coronavirus from spreading across the land. Okay. Just like when you go poopy, you've got to wash your hands. You've got yep. to wash All right, well, that makes sense, sure. It, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. Now, they could have made that longer, but they knew it was stupid. Right. They figured they could get away with 20 seconds worth. Well, the more important thing is... We didn't have the money to license the actual full version of the song. That unlike, is true. Unlike Happy Birthday, which I guess is public domain. It is public domain. All right. So yes. have fun with that. Wash your hands. Let's get into Mark and Neanderthal's story time with Renee. Hi, Renee. Who is checking in. Hi. Hi, Renee. Welcome to the radio program. Uh, this is the portion of the program where you actually uh, determine exactly what's going on. Renee, are you there? We're here. All right. Try to pay attention to what we're doing here. This is very important. This is a decision that you're going to make that could affect the lives of millions from an entertainment standpoint. All right. Dozens. 
<laughs> in any event, here's what's going to happen. Uh, you have to pick between one of the two stories that took place between Friday and this morning that involved Mark or myself. Mark's story is? Okay, I saw probably the best movie I've seen in the last 10 years, but it seems that I missed the best scene. That happened over the weekend. All right. I counter with, and Mark was involved in this story. Yeah. The potential Mexican standoff that took place on 91st Ave yesterday. Which one do you want to hear? Ah, uh, let's have the Mexican standoff. Ah, uh, yeah. That you, sounds more likely yeah. right here. Yeah, it helps make the show more diverse, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, so now we're good. all we're committed to diversity. So... <laughs> Yesterday, for those of you that don't know, uh, Mark and I actually, despite what you hear every morning, we plan the show out the day before. We do have a, we do a, a phone call at four thirty every afternoon to talk about what we're going to talk about the next day. You know, the news cycle and all that stuff. So, sort of plan out what we want to talk about for topics. And yesterday, I happened to be riding my motorcycle uh, throughout the valley because every highway in the valley was was shut down at some point. We'll talk about that a little later on this morning. But Amen, yeah. at four thirty yesterday afternoon, I, I missed my phone call from Mark because I happened to have my leg over the motorcycle and I was driving down 91st Ave heading toward uh, Buckeye Road because the the I-10 was shut down from like, I don't know, 67th to 43rd or something goofy like that. In any event, I'm on the side of the road and I'm on my cell phone talking to Mark. And the, the, the conversation goes on for a good 20 minutes or so. About 15 minutes into the conversation, a white SUV pulls up. It looks like it's marked like a like an unmarked police vehicle. It's got the roll bars on the front end and everything like that. And I look at Mark, I, I, I look at my phone and I go, Mark, um, there's a situation developing. I don't know what's happening here. I think a cop is coming up to to, to find out what's going on. Why? Because I've been sitting here for 25 minutes on the phone. I think maybe a drug deal or something is going down, right. given the neighborhood. Guy gets out of the truck and he goes, hey, man, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just on my phone. I'm okay." And he goes, all right, I just hate to see bikes broke down on the side of the road. I just want to make sure you are right. And it was very nice. It was, you know, you don't see many good Samaritans out there. It was a fantastic thing. However, while I'm while this guy is coming away, you know, walking toward me from his truck, I happen to notice on his right hip is a nine millimeter. So I'm thinking, oh, boy, this is uh, this is going to be awkward because. On my left hip is a nine millimeter, mm. and this <laughs> this thing this thing could very easily go from something a very nice good Samaritan situation to very south. To a, yeah, it could have gone south in a very yeah. very fast manner as the two of us sort of stepped toward each other and locked eyes, and the first one who blinks. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. it didn't. It didn't end up that way. Thankfully, it was. It was just a good Samaritan, and, and it was a guy who was checking on me. But um, it just goes to show you: you never know who you're dealing with on the side of the road. Um, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. Um, be careful out there. Yeah, you absolutely Amen. have to be careful. So, well, thank you, Renee, absolutely. for chipping in, and, and whomever else is with you, Renee, and your tag you, team sir. partner, Mr. Saito. <laughs> All right, Renee, Frank, Frank. take care. Thanks for checking in. There you go. Um, so, yeah, that thing could have gone bad. Oh yeah, it was nice of him to stop by and see if he needed any help. By the way, he wasn't dressed as a cop or an Indian chief or a construction worker, was he? <laughs> no, why? Okay. Why would you ask that? Just curious. No, but he. Did, I will tell you that when he drove away uh, on the back of his SUV, and this is no lie, is the preamble to the Constitution of the United States. And several different, like, you know, when tyranny is the order of the day, rebellion is our duty. Interesting. Like that this, guy was, right. this guy was prepared. He was right. American as American could be, and a good human being. Thank you, that sir, cool. for stopping by and making sure I was okay on the side of the road. That was good of him. Yeah. So we've decided to go, my wife and I, we're going to go on this cruise. 
Yeah, we're a little bit like, oh, with all this coronavirus stuff, it's a little little weird. But so we've decided, you know, what the hell? We're just going to go for it. And I was reading about coronavirus this weekend just to educate myself. Okay. And in one of the articles, somebody mentioned just, and not in any kind of relation to the coronavirus necessarily, but they, the word diabetes was in there. So okay. it got me thinking. When I saw that, I was like, oh, I wonder if it's as serious as diabetes. Diabetes. And that right there is so I I started thinking about the old actor Wilford Brimley because it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a you know it's an internet meme diabetes and that you know Wilford Brimley he used to do all these ads and he was the guy from Cocoon you know very right, yeah. very trustworthy actor with sort of the walrus mustache yeah, had the walrus mustache he looked a little bit like uh, uh, like Andy Reid head coach yeah. of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs so. You know, he would do these public, service, yeah, public service announcements, but he, he would always say diabetes, 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 diabetes. And so Di- that meme goes around the Internet all the time. Diabetes. And I was thinking to myself, well, can, can I find a clip of Wilford Brimley just saying the word diabetes? Diabetes, 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 you know diabetes, 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 diabetes. You, you know what that is? That is from not only did I find him saying it once. I found many other things, too, and this is why the Internet can be so great. I found not only that, but I found that um, that clip is from 10 consecutive hours of him just saying Wilford Brimley diabetes, diabetes yeah. over and over again for 10 hours. Yeah. But the gem in the whole lot here, the the. The gem that I found was, I guess, back in his earlier days, Wilford Brimley did the diabetes stuff for a while. He did a a video with a physician called Understanding Diabetes and Living a Healthy Life. Okay. And somebody, I'm guessing who is unemployed, took that video and chopped it down into just the word diabetes so he could show the little battle going on back and forth between Wilford Brimley's pronunciation of diabetes and the doctor's correct pronunciation. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Thank you, Wilford. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. So you got diabetes. I do not. I I was like, not only could I find just a clip of him saying diabetes, I found 10 hours of him saying diabetes. And then that fantastic little mashup from an informational video from God knows when, probably the early 80s. Diabetes. Unbelievable. Here's the thing. I genuinely believe it is pronounced diabetes. I know it's pronounced diabetes, but I genuinely believe that there is a good portion of the American public that believes diabetes is the proper pronunciation <laughs> for that disease. And when you see the meme, not the audio one, but the visual meme online, it'll be spelled D-I-A-B-E-E-T-U-S. Yes. Diabetes. Which, which of course spells diabetes. It's sunny, but uh, it, it might not be the greatest day in the world for somebody who has been determined to be the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, and you know what? This is local, too. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know you know how sometimes you just can't wait to take a shower and you feel all grimy, dirty. You can't wait to Felt hop that way in. yesterday after I got yeah, off the motorcycle, you know, jumped right in the shower. Nice hot shower. It was good, yeah. Refreshes you. It yeah. wakes you up. It makes you feel you to, great. It actually can help you go to sleep, too, in the yep. afternoon. Yeah. This is how uh, Richard felt. Richard being the 23-year-old 23, 23 
subject of our story. Okay. A story that comes to us from Tempe, Arizona, sometimes known as the Florida of the Southwest. So, anticipating the shower, Richard starts disrobing, you know, taking off the shoes, the socks, Slower. the shirts, Slower. the pants. Okay. Undies are off. Everything's on the floor. Hello. The shower is warming up. And then to spoil the moment... The homeowner comes home and just ruins everything, okay? that does happen. See, Richard, you may have guessed, had broken into this house and was about to shower when the homeowner confronted him. Or maybe you didn't guess that because it is highly unusual, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not something you hear about every day unless you're in Florida or (laughs) Tempe, Arizona, which is sometimes known as the the Florida Florida of the the Southwest. Southwest. Well, Richard may be a lowlife for breaking into the house. He may be. And being so bold as to shower in somebody else's house. But he does recognize social cues. He's not oblivious. Right. How So he knew it was time to leave. (laughs) Yes. And without incident, Richard did agree to leave the house. But, of course, he had to get dressed. First, and, and, right? and, and not just to prove that Richard really is the most ungracious of all house guests, <laughs> he left a ring around the tongue. Not sure <laughs> so, you knew that. That's a part that Mark may not yeah. may not disclose yeah, to you. But that's true. I, you know, it's already been enough bad stuff about him in this story. Exactly. So Richard true. Richard did get dressed, uh, but in his anxious state, he forgot to do the pocket check to make sure he had everything. Where's his wallet? He left that behind no. in the bathroom. No, with his ID and social security card in it. So did the homeowner do just turn about fair play? Did he steal Richard's identity? He he didn't. And, he should have. And, and by the way, no word on whether Richard's gotten his travel ID yet. Oh, no. Because he's got to do that by October. Well, he's, now he's not going to be a flight risk because he can't fly <laughs> without it. So as the homeowner called police, he actually had Richard's name to give them. Oh, so sure. that helps. All right, sure. Police arrived a few minutes later, and it was not a problem to catch Richard since not only did they have his name, but Richard had left the homeowner's house and then just walked straight across the street and was trying to break into that house. House. Oh, well, you had so to finish, finish a shower, yeah. Take a shower. Yeah, sure, yeah. finish a shower. I mean, I'd hate to even think what would have happened if he had lathered up already yep. and then had to stop. You, you know, know you, can the, ch- you can get chafed skin from that kind of thing. You know what that's known as? What? Cleanest interruptus. It, it is. Yes. You're exactly right. Yep. Yep. So there is Richard right there, a local Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Of course, you can see this story at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. The Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. They're now open at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. By the way, there's a, there's a positive side to the coronavirus. I'm not sure you know this. Uh, an advisor to the Supreme Leader of Iran, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, has died. <laughs> and I'm going to butcher this name, but 71-year-old Mohammed Mirmohammadi, Got it right on my first try. Uh, has passed. He's the first sort of uh, dignitary to have died of coronavirus. Winning. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, winning that well, war. I'll tell you what. All right. Um, my wife and I had a long talk. We're going on the cruise. Are you really? Coronavirus be damned. Ballsy yep. move. Ballsy just, move. Now, what the hell? Now you know, we'll just we'll just do what we usually do. You know, you, you know, you have certain ways of avoiding getting sick, and we'll and we'll we'll work on that. Although I, I must tell you, I saw this guy on TV. Just getting off. He had been quarantined right. after one of these cruise ship deals, I think. Not exactly instilling confidence, is he? Listen to him. You'll you'll see where it's like, oh, are you sure you're okay? Fortunately, from what I understand, you know, <coughs> it is contagious, Uh-oh. but <laughs> the death rate is, is pretty low. Okay. <coughs> so, um, yeah, I understand the fear.
Yeah, you're, you're, you're perpetuating the fear, sir. <laughs> Got a little you're, cough going there, don't you? Bit, a little bit, little thing happening right there with a little cough. It's a, <laughs> despite that's that. Ba- I'm wondering, see, there's part of me that thinks he's just clowning. Like, he's just doing Maybe. it. And, but he's, he's on television with his uh, daughter, his, like, little, I mean, she's she's a toddler, um, and he's coughing right in her face. And she's mm. got a pacifier, and then she's going to take that pacifier. And, of course, her mother's going to put it in her mouth to clean it, and that's how the virus spreads. And mothers do not clean pacifiers that way. They used to. They ought not. They used to. Well, Back in the day, they would whatever. take the pacifier was dirty, they'd stick it in their own mouth, then give it no. to the, the baby. I'm going on this cruise, though. Okay. Come hell or high water. All right, Actually, so you're gonna let's, need... let's keep the water lower. But It'd be nice. Now, um, we're going to have to get you a couple of masks then, because that's now... I do preferred. need a mask. Yeah, we're going to get you some masks. I know they're not supposed to be that effective, but it would be comforting to have a mask for my wife and I. So don't go out and buy more, because the Surgeon General is saying, don't do that. But if you have some laying around, I would love a mask, and I would you know, I, I would love to find, like... An art student of somebody. Or a professional graphic artist who would sure. make some kind of really awesome design on the mask. We'd, we'd plug your business. For sure. That's really what it's all about. It's all about Mark getting, something, get Mark getting something in exchange for a mention on the show. Yeah. yeah well, that, that I'm works not out the good. guy always asking for a free pizza. I'm not. Hey, hey, I, do I mention anybody in, in specifically? No, I don't. I just want food. <laughs> so we'll, I need food to survive. You don't need your mask, according to the Surgeon General. Well, I would love one, though. It would, okay. it would look kick-ass, take pictures of it on the ship sure, and everything. Yeah. That would look pretty awesome. Understandable. But I read a lot about coronavirus this week. Okay, what did you just learn? Just get in preparation. It originally came from animals. I didn't know that. Really? So, yes, it did. So, Well, see, again, this is why we're the top of the food chain, because they're going to kill each other off. Well, what we need to do here, if you're a pet owner, right. cats, dogs, you got to teach them to sneeze into the crook of their elbow. Not easy to do. It's not easy to do. Now, now here's the reason why that's worth disease, it. Now here's why the disease spreads like that uh, is because they have no chance of like blowing their nose, no prehensile hand. It's also hard for them to use tissues because you got to right. pinch and pull away. Yeah, and it's, to the prehensile hand there, yeah. It's, it's very difficult to sort do that. An but. issue there, yeah. got to recommend a movie. Okay. It was unbelievable. Just probably the be- best movie I've seen in 10 years. Might really? Be, might be the best war movie I've ever seen. Wow, that's a little, that's a, that's a hot phrase right there. I know it is. Uh, 1917 was the name of it. It was up for best picture. It didn't win, but just a phenomenal movie. Better than that uh, than that one that came out a couple of years ago, the, the Dunkirk Dun- movie? Way better than Dunkirk. Dunkirk, I got a ton of great reviews. I know. I didn't really like Dunkirk that much, but uh, this one was just Absolutely amazing. Just a okay. heart, heart pounding, heart warming. Right. Um, you know, scary. You'll, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you know, all, all that right. stuff. Um, there was one about an hour into it. It's it's a fantastic movie, but I'm like, I got to take a leak. Okay. So I run down, I run out, I take care of business, and yes, I did wash my hands. You okay, know, good. Coronavirus. Yeah, I understand. So I get back into the theater and I hear this like. The music is incredibly intense. It's building to this dramatic crescendo. Okay. And I'm kind of walking down the dark hall to get a look at the screen so I can see what's going on. And all of a sudden, the music ends. The scene is over. There's a gunshot. Oh, and no. The, and the scene is over. Spoiler alert. I, I'm not telling anything. Okay. But I run back up to my seat. I sit next to my wife. I was like, God, what did I miss? And she was like, oh, Lincoln, President Lincoln was shot. She goes, oh, my God, that was the most incredible scene. I said, it looked like there was a guy in a burnt out church. He goes, yeah. She goes, there was a sniper in the church. He goes, it seemed was amazing spoiler alert so we leave we're talking on the way home we're driving home talking about what a great movie it was she goes i just wish you could have seen the scene with the sniper in the church and i'm like all right well anyway wasn't there a scene with a sniper in a church and saving private ryan too uh yeah he kills, kills vin diesel yeah so i go home and we get home and I text my son. It's about 7.15 on Saturday night. And he had seen the movie a couple of weeks ago and recommended. He said it was amazing. Okay. So I text him. I said, hey, we just saw 1917. Fantastic movie. 
Two seconds later, I get a text back. What about the scene in the... What did you think of that yeah, scene with the sniper sure. in the church? Was that amazing or what? Right, sure. <laughs> like, uh, I missed that one. But I will gladly go see that again. 1917, it's that good. I would pay for it again. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you the other side of the coin, and I'm not going to go into as detailed a uh, description as you did. I can just say that Godzilla, King of Monsters, sucked. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. The usually lovely Vera Farmiga couldn't save this movie at all. It's just a... That's what my, uh, my counters are made out of Vera Farmiga. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, uh, I want my gods. I don't care about CGI. Godzilla movies don't screw up my Godzilla was... movie. I want an undersized Japanese man in a rubber suit stepping on sugar buildings. That's what I want in my Godzilla movies. That's all over HBO this month, I think, right? Yeah, is that where you saw yes, it? It's I, awful. I saw clips of it the other night, it and it seemed pretty bad. terrible. I think, uh, Paul, you must be having a cheat day because you just finished your third microwavable burrito of yeah, the morning. I mean, to be fair, though, they're tiny. Yeah, they're no, and they are small. Little, they're the but, Tina's, Tina's burritos. We can get three for a buck. So I spent a total dollar on my breakfast today. The funny thing is that I, I got – last week when we were talking about toilet seats up or down or whatever and etiquette and things like that, this girl Stephanie emailed and she goes, just as an aside, um, microwave etiquette, if you remove the item prior to the full time expiring, hit the clear button – don't just leave seven seconds hanging oh, out there. That's, that's the worst. <laughs> oh, the struggle is real. Yeah, you got to hit the no. clear button. Actually, like in our break room, if you go out there and you put something in. There's two microwaves out there. Yeah, and, yeah. and they both operate the same way. If you put something in, um, if somebody has left time on it, it doesn't show. It doesn't show anymore. It has some other readout, and, I, and it's just going by. But you'll start pressing buttons. It's like, why isn't this working? Why isn't this? Oh, yeah, you got to have to clear first or whatever. Somebody left four seconds on here. The yeah, struggle is real. I don't do that. Uh, and I also, it's funny because I'm so used to my microwave at home <laughs> that I've been using for the past eight years in the house that I'm in. Um, when I go to another microwave, I just look for the add 30 seconds thing and then I do microwave math. I do. Because the, these yeah. burritos, you have to do 45 seconds, then flip it. Yeah. So like I hit 30 seconds and then when it counts down to 45 you know, like uh, I, I hit another 30 and then flip it over and, you know, just to try and get a minute yeah. and a half. It's uh, it's it's miserable. It's just uh, it, it's just funny, though, the things that are they become these like little hassles. And that's one of them. Leaving some, time on the somebody microwave. Somebody leaves yeah. time on the microwave. Then oh. you got to like, OK, where is that yeah. clear button? You so know? to be clear, you're admitting to it then? No, I don't do it. I've never done it. I would I, never do that. And I never, I never do it either. I always clear. This is Guido, our producer, chipping in. Why? 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 I I live with three other people. Right. And two of the three are regular time they, leavers. They, they leave that on all the time. Yeah. If I wanted them to do it a hundred percent of the time, they'd be great at it. <laughs> but that's not the case. And yes, every day I go out there and yes. Yeah. Why? It is one of the rudest things you can do in a business environment, I think. Yeah. There aren't many. I mean, obviously, the other one is, you know, no courtesy flush. That's a problem. But the, the microwave, leaving time on the microwave. And, and if, here's the thing. This is, uh, how long have we been in this building? Four years? Four years about, yeah. I'm, that might be the third time this morning. It might be the third time I've ever used the microwaves here in the building. So this is not yeah. an issue for me. I don't usually right. deal with it, but I didn't know that. It happens people, a lot. They leave the time on the yeah. microwave. That's so yeah. rude. Why don't we get a letter from the den mother about that? Yeah, I don't know. Please clear the microwave. You know, listen, I just, like I said, I saw the movie 1917 over the weekend about World War One. World War right. They had much bigger problems. I do realize that. Are you sure? But that is so annoying. <laughs> Somebody does that. <laughs> He's so annoying. It's so annoying. 
All right. Well, the struggle is real on a Monday. Please uh, clear the microwave when you're done. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.